Uh, so good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to our uh, viewers and listeners. Uh, so today, uh, myself, Paul Northy, business owner, and Peter Coxton, also a business owner, but also has a focus on organizational development and psychology, uh, are going to talk about what we see as the five steps uh, of, of leadership for the, the new era. Uh, so in the last podcast, we talked uh, mainly about an introduction and what we were going to talk about. Uh, and today is really the first focus topic, which is ultimately the big picture. So, uh, Peter, maybe uh, you could uh, give your uh, views and perspectives on what uh, how the big picture influences leadership uh, in, in uh, moving forward for many uh, people in business at the moment. Yes, thanks, thanks, Paul. So, yes, big picture very much about looking forward, and that's been quite difficult for many leaders in 2020 so much of our bandwidth has been um, used up just focusing on the now dealing with the crises making the urgent decisions that we've taken our eye off the important but not so urgent stuff yeah and um, interesting enough though part of the big picture requires us to look at what's important and urgent and i think some of the organizations that are coming through better than others have been doing that they've they've combined that that approach i'll say a little bit more about that later yeah um, but yes yeah, so you know facing the future getting your forward thinking brain in gear suppose the first question is so how do the, the new challenges that we're facing affect your organization's mission and what, it, what the organization is here for, is that still fit for purpose? But it's also been a time to think about your own sense of purpose. I think 2020 has allowed us or maybe forced us to stop and reflect, to stop and review, to stop and reconsider the core issues in, in our life. And yeah, so what is important to you? How do you want to live your life? <laughs> What have you learned from the time through lockdown and beyond? What changes do you want to make to your own life? Many people have been reviewing that. A number of people, as a silly example, have been selling up and moving out of the city because yeah. they recognize that um, they want to live a different kind of life. So there's been this radical rethinking of lots of people's individual lives yeah i think i think for a lot of people uh the, the the cyclic treadmill kind of grown to a halt for a period uh and the reality of life and uh and home life and the balance between home life and work uh became very much uh, a clear focus yeah uh, and uh, may and i'm no doubt things will not be any different i i have uh, several conversations with companies that have sold up uh, their offices and headquarters. Uh, mm. They literally are going to go to become virtual uh, uh, companies in terms of their physical uh, uh, existence. Yeah? And they will meet sure. maybe once a month for a social event or a team meeting. Uh, things will change moving forward. And I think this also influences people's personal journeys themselves and getting the balance between uh, the big picture and the mission for work and your own personal mission, which sometimes can take a back seat uh, on the treadmill is, is fairly critical. Yeah. I think that's right, Paul. So I think it's an opportunity to retune into the question, what are you here for? Mm. Um, what's the purpose of your life? 
What's the star that guides you? What's important to you? What are your values? You kind of know what they are. We can sometimes um, lose sight of them if we're not careful. But how have your own priorities evolved this year? And what's your own vision then going forward for your own life? Mm. What do you want people to remember you for when you leave your current role? When you leave your current organization? When you retire? On so your like, deathbed? Yeah, I think you're right. It's uh, deathbed, Paul. What yeah. do you want people yeah. to remember you for? Yeah, it's it's your ultimately your legacy, right, Peter? Uh, so what what are you actually going to leave behind? You know, a, a bank account full of uh, money, a uh, a bank account full of memories, uh, a, a bank account full of experiences, and uh, no doubt uh, when you uh, have when you look backwards, uh, I know which one most people would choose. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So now's an opportunity, perhaps better than ever, to stop and reflect and plan ahead rather than waiting till it's all too late. Yeah, yeah. So the reflection on your life and, and the way you want to live it going forward. And then in the light of that reflection also, so what's your vision for your organization? And how might this have shifted compared to, say, a year ago? How have you engaged your team to check and to test and maybe refine your organization's vision? How well have you connected with your people to ensure that they share this sense of the way forward, this, this sense of the, the, a shared image of success for the company? Now, appraising your vision and your erstwhile strategy and your business plans may result, may already have resulted in some minor tweaks or some major reviews mm. or innovatively different ways of moving forward. You mentioned the, the, the virtual organizations that have emerged yeah, in yeah, yeah. So for some people, their plans have been blown out of the water. Yeah. And yet for others, they've seen opportunities to grasp uh, and they've moved forward at pace. Yeah, with, uh, with all this turbulence, there's often uh, uh, clear opportunities for people that are prepared to pivot and change direction quickly. Yeah? Uh, and to do that, you have to take your, your team, your organization, your business uh, with you uh, in this, uh, let's say, maybe a brave direction. But ultimately, uh, staying on the same journey, on the same path will lead to failure. Yeah? I think that's absolutely right. A lot of one of the key words that you would see in all the literature at the moment is about agility. Yeah. You need to be agile and responding to the changes that have been imposed upon you. We weren't planning for these changes. And um, you need, if you can, to work with your people to craft a refined and a shared image of success. Mm. And um, agility is an easy word to use, but what does it actually mean? There's some evidence emerging already that the companies that are seem to be thriving more than others at the moment are doing it for one of, and possibly both of two reasons. One is they might just happen to be in the right situation at the right time uh, that they've taken advantage. The, the delivery companies, <laughs> um, the retail that have been able to go online and just, you know, just so happens that they were able 
to take advantage of, of the, the new new opportunities. For others, it's about the speed of response uh, to the changes and the challenges that have been imposed. So um, how agile have you been individually and collectively to bring about the changes you, you've needed to? Some organizations are just beginning to play catch up and some frankly have not. They've slipped into victim mode and thinking, yeah, yeah, what can yeah. we do? But I guess the ultimate uh, driver for innovation and for change is, uh, as a business is your revenue and your profit uh, falling off a cliff, yeah? Uh, and then ultimately you either do something about it and look at what can you achieve in, the, in this new world, in the bigger picture, uh, what do you have? To, what potentially you might have to leave the past behind. You know, you might have to, you might be a bricks and mortar outfit. You might have to become an online company. You might suddenly have to deliver, uh, rather than expect customers to walk through walk through your door. Uh, the products mix in terms of what we'll sell in the future will change, uh, based on you know. I'm sure some sec some sectors have had a fantastic uh, twelve months. Yeah. Uh, and, and others have had a desperate time, yeah. And uh, ultimately, uh, those companies struggling, which you know there are a lot of high street companies that are really uh, uh, having a sure. horrid time. Have to reflect sure. and say, well, this is really an acceleration of what would have happened over maybe several years, uh, and maybe the management assumed that they would have the time and the bandwidth to slowly change. Yeah. And now yeah. this almost like a, an event from space has happened uh, and now they have to do it immediately. Yeah? There's no option. Yeah? I think, I think that, that's absolutely right. So um, we touched on how some organizations have kind of got stuck a bit in, in, in victim mode. Yeah, yeah. Certainly from my own primary research with um, SMEs, uh, 50 to 60% of them are focused, as you just touched on, on um, on the financial side of it. How are we going to manage our, our, our budget? Um, reducing costs, the big organizations are having to do that big time, making difficult decisions. Yeah. Um, but that's still focusing their mind. But I want to bring us back to um, a little bit more of the, the big picture and, and refer briefly, if I may, to a man who's been a big influence on my life, uh, posthumously actually, a gentleman called Commander James Stockdale, who was the probably one of the highest ranking uh, military officers in the American Air Force mm. during the Vietnam War. He went about what he probably shouldn't have done. He managed by wandering about. He went on a sortie with his people that he shouldn't have done. He should have stayed at home. But he got shot down on one of those sorties and he was taken very quickly into the Hanoi Hilton where he discovered um, his men in disarray, all very much in victim mode and um, suffering from the sudden change that um, they were thrust into um, and the traumas of which make 2020 pale into complete insignificance. What he did was he managed to get them to somehow be much more likely to survive. The, actually, the, the people who were failing to thrive the most were the optimists who would say, we'll be all right, we'll get out by, by Christmas. They'll rescue us by Easter. And as Christmas and Easter came, um, and we weren't 
secured, then they started to fall apart. I'm hearing a number of people in the media and in my own uh, cohort of clients talk about, you know, oh, now we've got the vaccine, you know, come the spring, it'll be back to the albeit new normal. Yeah. And I think things will continue to be challenging. So when they debriefed James Stockdale, which they did extensively, what they discovered is how he'd gone about securing his people. Mm. And they assigned to him or ascribed to him the Stockdale paradox, which briefly says, on the one hand, have an unerring belief that you can and you will prevail. And on the other hand, confront the brutal facts of the reality. Okay, so we can and we will get through this and we've got to tackle these harsh, realistic facts that we're facing. Mm. And that, that speaks to me at this time, perhaps as much as ever. So, yeah. yeah. I just want to say then, this in, 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 in summary, if you like, um, communicating with your colleagues, with your employees about the big picture and the future big picture is vital. And of course, it's more difficult than normal for many, many organizations. You've got a kind of a hybrid leadership at the moment where some people are face to face in, in work and some are working from home. Mm. So it's critical that your communications about this big picture are effective and they serve the big purpose yeah i agree there was um some research done that i was reading only this morning from the city and guilds and it said from three and a half thousand people 36 percent said our leaders are failing to demonstrate some of the soft skills like empowering us and motivating us 31 percent said they're having insufficient empathy and emotional intelligence. 34% said they're not good enough at problem solving. Gosh, we need to be able to do that at the moment. 29% yeah. said their organizational skills are, are lacking. So these important elements at the moment, more than ever, communicating with our people, managing our people, building the relationships, that whole kind of interpersonal side of, of life, the leaders that are showing those skills of the leaders gaining in respect and gaining traction. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, that really brings us to a, a nice conclusion uh, for this uh, podcast uh, video session. Uh, next week, we discuss about uh, using your head. Uh, so all 1.3 kilograms of it, as we uh, discussed uh, in the last uh, previous episode. Uh, so uh, look forward to speaking to you, Peter, and thank you for your insightful uh, thoughts on uh, what is ultimately the big picture and how uh, leaders can uh, need to step back and, and ultimately take uh, their business picture and their own personal picture and try to put something together which is coherent, uh, which allows them to really progress uh, moving forward. So thanks again, Peter. Uh, we look forward to your uh, comments and your views uh, next week where uh, ultimately using your head will be the primary focus of the conversation. Thanks again.